Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Rundown late here on this Sunday night. Appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. Whether you're tuned in to the live show on YouTube or you're listening via podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or Google Podcast, 
wherever you get your podcast. Appreciate each and every single one of you, man, for your love, for your support. Hope you all had a fantastic weekend. And I hope this show does find you well, no matter where you are, what you are doing here on this Sunday night or Monday morning, depending on when you are listening to us. Again, guys, very excited to chat. Yet again, in case you are not familiar, the Rowdy Rooster Rundown will go live each and every single Sunday night as we basically record the Monday morning podcast, but I figure why not bring the live show aspect of it into it. So it'll be very random times throughout the weeks that we go live. I'll be sure to let you all know on social media, but of course, We've been out and about traveling this weekend, so later on this Sunday as we sit here, 10.31 p.m. Eastern made the most sense. For those of you who are tuned in, the live show side of things, be sure to leave your questions throughout the show, and we will get to those at the end of the show. You can also text 843-790-3377. We've already got a couple of texts to read off, as I'm sure You can imagine there's a lot of reactions to what happened over the weekend as South Carolina drops two of three games to the Tennessee Volunteers. Guys, make sure you blow up the voicemail line or blow up the text line, I should say. We'll take all those voicemails on the Daily Crow tomorrow. But in the meantime, like I said, we'll take the text, our listener questions at the end of the show. Uh, One quick thing, guys, one quick housekeeping item I did want to address before we get going The SEC tournament begins this week, Tuesday. South Carolina will take on the Georgia Bulldogs in game one of the SEC tournament for them and overall as well. Join the Big Cock Club this week, guys. Patreon.com slash Big Cock Club. We will be streaming practically all of the SEC tournament games live in our live stream. Watch along in the Big Cock Club Discord in the Hangout, if you will. We're actually able to watch the games, to conversate, to chat amongst each other. Uh, Guys, we'll have all of the South Carolina games, which hopefully there are a couple this week. We're really going to try to stream a lot of the SEC baseball this week. So if you don't have SEC Network, if you don't have – Uh, a cable package, what have you. Hey, you can pay that $9.99. Join the Discord today, and you can watch all of the baseball with yours truly. So, again, going to be a lot of fun. We'll start on Tuesday morning, 10.30 a.m. Eastern first pitch, as we will all watch that game together in the Big Cock Club Discord. So, again, guys, really excited for that and an exciting week upcoming with the podcast at Ailey Crow, all that good stuff, guys. Also, want to stop and say thank you all so much for the love and the support in regards to, you know, of course, we made changes, we made adjustments last week. The way that we are recording, the way that we are publishing the content, the way that we are distributing the podcast, if you will. And the numbers reflected a massive success. It's only been a week, but the spike we've seen in downloads and viewership and interaction and the response also to the new structure of the Daily Crow has been something that's been really amazing. So again, guys, thank you all so much. Again, truly without your love and support, TSUS would not be what it is, what it's becoming. And as I always say, the joy is in the journey. And that is truly the case here lately with the changes and adjustments we've made to the Daily Crow, to the podcast, and everything in between. Guys, that being said, let's go ahead and dive into it. South Carolina drops two of three games in the final regular season series of the 2023 
regular season of the 18th-ranked Tennessee Volunteers, falling in game one by a score of five to nothing, winning game two, six to one, and then, of course, losing game three, 12 to one, which was game two of the doubleheader on Saturday. And you know what's crazy? This really felt like a copy-paste from the Arkansas series to what we saw over the weekend, right? Felt very similar. Gamecocks fall down, lose game one. Jack Mahoney's heroics give you an opportunity before you somewhat fall flat on your face, right? Game three against Arkansas, at least you were competitive and you gave yourself a chance. South Carolina falling emphatically in the final game of this series. Really, it felt like never had a chance in that ball game, or at least not for very long as the volunteer strike are struck for four runs in the fourth inning. And, of course, both games uh, on Saturday, games two and three, were seven-inning contests. So as soon as South Carolina fell down 4 nothing in the fourth, you felt like it was probably going to be a long shot for an offense that was already struggling anyways. But very similar weekends. And, guys, I- I'll say this. I feel about as you'd expect – for someone who is a fan of a team who started 34 and 6 in this 2023 season and ended up finishing 4 and 11 and losing four straight series losses to close it out i feel like a fan of a team who went from a no-brainer top eight national seed to now probably without a lengthy stay in the SEC tournament, a place where, you know, South Carolina has never succeeded, Hoover, Alabama, without winning a few games there, the Gamecocks have probably played themselves out of not just a top eight national seed, but even hosting a regional And it hurts, and it hurts. It really does. It really does, guys. I I wish I could tell you that I had something that is going to blow your mind right here. Um, I can't say that I do. It, it's it's hard to find the words, and I understand there's more baseball to be played. There's the tournament this week. There's the postseason where teams can, you know, I guess this team could just flip a switch, could cut it on and make an unprecedented run. But we have to react to what we have seen to this point. And right now, guys, as the dust has settled on the regular season, and we now turn our sights to postseason play, I think it goes without saying, and I mentioned this over the weekend, it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. They say in college football, they remember November. And the reason they say that, guys, is because, again, people remember how you finish, not so much how you start. And so for all of the good that the Yardcocks did this season, taking two of three from the Yard Tribal, sweeping through non-conference play, Kicking off SEC play with a couple of sweeps. Sweeping the Florida Gators. 
for all, you know, that game one against LSU where it looked like for a moment there, South Carolina, it was no doubt was the best team in college baseball for all of that good and that 34 and six start. It is now but a distant memory. Finishing four and 11. And one of the craziest stats, guys, that I saw over the weekend. Four straight series losses, right, to close out this season. The Gamecocks actually finished 38 and 17 overall, 16 and 13 in SEC play. But get this the Gamecocks finished with a losing SEC series record. Four, five, and one in SEC series. And I saw that and I was like, I just, I could not believe that statistic. And it makes me stop and it makes me think, you know what? Like, maybe we overvalued this team early. Maybe we got out ahead of ourselves because South Carolina was sweeping a couple of bad ball clubs. And the Florida weekend was magical. Don't get me wrong. The Florida weekend was incredible. But was it a one-off? Was it an anomaly? You know, I feel for a bit South Carolina was one of the best teams in college baseball, if not the best team in college baseball. But this season, this regular season at least, because the story is not done being written. But as it stands right now, this season, for all the good that happened in the first 40 games, will forever be remembered as one of the most epic collapses in not just Gamecocks baseball history, but Gamecocks athletics history. And this past weekend was just more of the same, guys. It was just more of the same. I mean, you have a Tennessee team that had won two road games all year, and they come in and win two road games on your ball on your field, Founders Park. Completely lost at the plate. You know, you have the one big inning in game two where you're able to break out and, you know, you know, show some life at least, which I'll, 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 I'll give kudos for this team fighting, showing some resiliency. And I feel for this ball club and I feel for these guys in that locker room because obviously, guys, they're not trying to lose. This isn't fun for them either. And I know where the finger's pointed. And I promise you all, I've been telling you for quite a while now, I'm not going to call for any jobs until the season is officially complete. The last inning has been played. The last pitch has been thrown. The last out has been recorded. I'm not calling for any jobs or, you know, going out there vocally and saying anything. I'm going to let the dust settle on this season because what I said before the season, guys, of it's super regionals or bust for Mark Kingston, I meant that. And so, you know what? Like it, hate it, whatever. The Super Regionals are still a possibility. And what's so weird about this finish, because, you know, it's, you want to talk about the the, the, the Tennessee weekend, but it really, guys, this, this feels like we're more so, as the regular season has now concluded, it almost feels like it's more of a reflection 
on the entire season because I think this past weekend really was a microcosm of what the second half of the last third of the season, I should say, it's a microcosm of what it was. Inconsistency, swinging a stick, your, your pitching surprisingly letting you down at times. Um, this team just not playing with the same confidence, the same swagger, the same moxie. Like, we saw all of that early on. And somewhere, somehow, it got lost. You can blame injuries, guys, all you want, by the way. You can blame injuries all you want. And hey, losing a series or even two because you've got injuries and you're depleted, man, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But there's no excuse for the way that you closed out this season. I mean, there's there's none. There's no excuse, and I know we all agree. It's, it's just, it's hard to even find the words to describe what we've witnessed over the last couple of weeks. And I went full after game one, guys, I'll tell you, and I know you guys probably saw it on social media. And I wanted to be wrong. I went full, you know, I, I have been as positive, and I, I know this, you know, a week ago or so after the Charlotte loss, I was as on edge as I've been at any point in this baseball season. But even going into the Tennessee weekend, even going into that weekend, I picked two of three South Carolina. I felt like this team is at some point, they're going to bounce back. This team at some point is going to get off the schneid. And after game one of the Tennessee series, getting shut out, getting three hit, what have you, I'm just, I'm done, man. I'm done. I'm done being, you know, nobody wants to be Debbie Downer, but I'm done being Sally Sunshine Pumper, man. I, I'm I'm just done. And I think most of Gamecock Nation is done as well. And I can't even blame you. And I can't even blame you. And if this team wants to win Gamecock Nation back in the sense of not that people are going to tune out, not that people aren't going to watch, because we all still care. But in regards to going into this postseason with any sense of belief that this team can even be 50% of what it was earlier in the year, you got to win that back, man. You got to earn that back. You're no longer getting the benefit of the doubt, at least from me. I'm I'm just, I'm, I'm done giving this ball club coached by Mark Kingston and Monty Lee the benefit of the doubt. And it makes it even more sickening to watch what is currently taking place in the upstate. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. 
Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. With Eric Backage and his ball club, it makes it even more sickening to know that the Gamecocks, they could have made a similar move. Could have made a similar move a year ago. And instead of doing that, decided, you know what, let's actually bring this guy back and we'll see what we can do. Let's let's bring the coach over. That, you know, and, and I was a fan of it when it happened. Monty Lee, he was a Gamecock. Let's bring him over. But the guy who just got fired by the arch rival who they didn't want. And it's working out about as you would expect. And I said it before, I'll say it again, guys. This team is so lost mentally, that's their greatest challenge. Because it's the same players from earlier in the season that led this ball club to the 34-6 and start. Same guys. For the most part, it's the same guys. But I don't know if any of us have ever seen a team look so different from the first two-thirds of a season to the final third. I I mean, it's, it's unlike anything we have ever seen. And as I mentioned, unfortunately, for all the good that's gone on early on, this season right now will forever be remembered as one of the most epic collapses in Gamecocks athletic history. And barring some, you know, run in the SEC tournament and then run in the postseason, I don't see how heads will not roll. I don't see how heads will not roll for that. I, I just I just can't fathom it. And if they don't, and if they don't, good luck getting people back to Founders Park next year. Good luck convincing people to give a damn next season. As much as people love Gamecocks baseball, we've seen it before. We've seen apathy set in before. Gamecock baseball is not immune to it. No program is. And I just, I continue to shake my head and, and, and just sit here in disbelief because it is so hard for me to believe that South Carolina has, and they have nobody to blame but themselves. Let's make that very clear, right? That's what's so sickening as well. They have nobody to blame but themselves. The world was their oyster at 34 and 6. Full control of, are we a top eight national seed? God forbid, are we a regional host? Imagine me telling you when Carolina was 34 and 6, this team won't even host a regional. You would have laughed in my face. I would have got laughed off the internet. And sure enough, that's exactly where we sit. And you can talk about RPI and Mark Kingston can do his little song and dance and talk about how the Gamecocks are deserving, but man, you're going to have a real tough time convincing anyone that this team is deserving. 
And it was more of the same this past weekend. It was more of the same this past weekend. Outside of one offensive explosion. Guys, you take, let's think about this. You take that one five-run inning away. All right? So, five innings played. You take that one five-run inning away in the sixth inning, the bottom of the sixth, in game two. South Carolina in five, 14, 21. In 21 innings of baseball, outside of the one five-run inning they had, scored a grand total of one run. One. One single run. Let's take it a step further. Because South Carolina, they had seven hits in that game too against Tennessee. I believe six of the seven. I believe six of the seven came in one inning. That bottom of the sixth. Five straight hits off Chase Burns. And they had a hit on Chase Dolander that knocked him out. So take away that sixth inning again in game two. In 21 innings of baseball. Carolina had nine hits. Nine hits in 21 innings. Nine hits, one run. In 21 innings. I mean, I could I, I could beat you over the head with these numbers, man, but it, it, it's it's just disgusting. It, it's it's pitiful. It's ridiculous. I mean, this isn't Gamecocks baseball, man. It's just not Carolina baseball. 40-win seasons in Columbia used to be as common as hot dogs and apple pie at a ballgame, man. And now the standard it feels has been lost. All right, guys, let's move into our Oot Oot Series MVP award on the right side for the second straight week. He earns this award, like I mentioned, guys. These past two weekends almost felt copy-paste as the winner of the Oot Oot Series MVP award goes to Jack Mahoney. Once again, six innings pitched, three hits, one run, one earned run, one walk, nine strikeouts. Also, guys, I'll say loved his comments in the postgame on Saturday. Hey, He's a leader. He's a fighter. He's fighting for his guys, fighting for his ball club. And I respect it. And I hope that everything Jack Mahoney said on Saturday, and in case you missed it, he said, hey, this is the same group of guys. We're going to get hot at the right time. We're going to play our best baseball. I hope he's right. And we all do. But a fantastic outing yet again, you know, with his back against the wall, puts the team on his back yet again against a dangerous Tennessee lineup, giving up just the one earned run and, keeping the Yardcocks in the ball game until the offense really got going. Guys, let's talk slap dig of the weekend. And I'm going to go with myself. I'm going to go with myself, slap dig of the weekend. Here's why. I came into this season with very, very realistic expectations. Like, very realistic. You might recall my final record prediction was 34-22. and 22. And 15 and 15 in conference play. The Gamecocks finished their season 
38 and 17, 16 and 13 in conference play. So you would think to yourself that, okay, the Gamecocks actually exceeded expectations. One more games than predicted. So maybe have a better shot to achieve something in the postseason. But overall, record-wise, finished off better than expected. And if I had kept myself even keel throughout the season, I may feel that way today. But unfortunately, I allowed myself to believe. I, I allowed myself to believe And I even went as far as going on record to say, Mark Kingston has changed. Man, he's just revolutionized himself as a head coach. I really genuinely believe that. Only to be let down yet again. And So for believing when I knew better, I'm a slapdick for that. I'm I'm a slapdick for that, and I'll hold the L. And I touted this team as the best team in college baseball and danced on the grave of LSU and danced on the grave of Florida and was talking that talk and talking that smack and forgot to take into consideration who's running this organization. And so for that, I'm a slapdick. I'm a slapdick for getting out ahead of my skis. I'm a slapdick for giving this team too much credit. I'm a slapdick for getting my hopes up and believing that this season was really on pace to be something special. And maybe it still can be. Maybe it still can be. But as I said earlier, nobody likes Debbie Downer, but I'm also done being Sally Sunshine Pumper, man. And y'all know I call it as I see it. So I will not Walk around with the egg on my face. I will not be a slap dick again. Show me. Prove it to me. No more benefit of the doubt. You have lost me. Guys, let's get who's hot, who's not, who's hot. How about Nick Proctor? How about Nick Proctor, guys? Get this. Since April the 4th, and this was tweeted out by Colin Taylor of Gamecock Central. Since April the 4th, 13 and a third innings pitched, eight hits, Two earned runs, one walk, 18 strikeouts, a 1.35 ERA, and a .675 whip. He's also allowing a 174 batting average against. He's inherited 10 runners, and only one of them has scored. So I feel like Nick Proctor, the Cal transfer, has really gone under the radar, has been really, really good for South Carolina. So shout out Nick Proctor, a reliable arm of the bullpen, and I'm sure they will be using him a ton in postseason play who's not and I know he got this last weekend guys but my goodness Dylan Brewer you can hold it yet again 0 for 10 with five strikeouts on the weekend so Dylan Brewer got the top of the lineup you need to get going and need to get going in a hurry what's next for the Yardcocks guys of course the SEC tournament begins this weekend and South Carolina is officially the sixth seed in the tournament they will take on the 11 seed Georgia Tuesday morning at 10.30 a.m. Eastern. Some morning baseball for us all as the Gamecocks and Bulldogs get the SEC tournament kicked off in game one of 
the tournament. So, again, exciting stuff, guys. Like I said, if you want to watch it along with us, of course, the game will be televised on SEC Network. We will have a full game preview and a breakdown and everything you need to know on the Daily Crow tomorrow. But, uh, of course, that being Monday. But uh, if you do want to watch it along with us, we will be in the Big Cock Club Discord in the Hangout, watching the game, conversating, a really good time. Join the Big Cock Club at patreon.com slash Club. You join that $9.99 a month, and you will get access to the, dis- the Discord and much more, by the way, 20% off on merchandise, bonus content, et cetera, et cetera. It's a really, really good stuff, guys. And again, like I said, if you don't have cable, if you don't have a way to watch the game and you want to tune in, watch it with yours truly, it's the best way to do it, patreon.com slash Club. Going to be a good time. Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. Eastern against Georgia. Guys, that being said, hey, let's go ahead. We're going to dive into the comments, dive into the questions. Let's first get into our text. And then I see we've got 146 comments on YouTube. So there is a lot to get into from you guys, and I cannot wait to do so. Panic Ritter texts in and says, Mark Kingston has, has destroyed a program that I used to love. Kingston, stop with your excuses. We are trying to get all three phases in the game to come together. How about add a fourth, add a brain? I don't know. Thanks, Kingston. You destroyed the program you used to love. Tanner, you can also join him. That's Panic Ritter. Uh, we got a text here from, not exactly sure this is from, but Chris, enjoy your content every day. First things first. Thank you, sir. Looks like Tennessee and Kentucky have passed us in recruiting talent. We will die by the portal. Really have no stud pitchers anymore. Time to move on from Kingston. He cannot get us to Omaha. Ray destroyed our tradition. I love Carolina baseball. It is really sad. Mm. Uh, The text says, never seen a worse finish to a season in quite a while. And our final text, guys, I posted this actually on social media. This guy says, ha, 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 ha. They suck as bad as you. Choke on a dick. So, took the losses really well, I see. Uh, Let's get into the YouTube chat. We got 150 comments here in the chat. We've got one that just rolled in. says, F Kingston. Uh, Let's run through these comments, these questions really quick. Brennan says, fire Mark Kingston. Kelly says, would Tanner ever consider coaching again? I will say no. Uh, Madison Duncan, what a weekend. I'm still optimistic about our ball team. However, I understand the meaning behind being healthy sure makes a difference. Uh, let's keep it going. Bain, hope the Gamecocks pull it together. Would love a Tiger Cox Super Regional Premier South Carolina Talent Showcase. Uh, Joseph says, our fans have been a massive failure this baseball season. It's always wild to me with when 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 Gamecock fans demonize the Gamecock fan base for for what for being there for caring. Come on, man, give me a break. Give me a break. People have been nothing but supportive and showing love to this ball club. The fans had nothing to do, my friend, with a team finishing up four and eleven in the final fifteen and dropping the final four series of the season. All fans do, Joseph, is react to what they're seeing on the field. And that's all I do as well. So, I mean, listen, people complaining about the content and the commentary when Connor's losing, no shit, man. No shit. It's going to be a lot less fun and a lot more critical and not as much fun to talk about when Carolina's not winning games. It is what it is, but it's just the reality. Fans, though, 
fans who show up and show out and show love and support, watch every game, live it, breathe it, die it, I don't think they're to blame or have been, quote-unquote, massive failures this baseball season. Um, Bain says, who cares about the regular season? Look at Ole Miss last year. Carolina has the talent to finish strong. Something has to give. If it's Kingston, fire his ass and let the team coach itself. Bain, here's the only difference. Because I agree with you. I've been using that, 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 that example for quite a while. Here's the difference, Bain. That Ole Miss team finished the regular season hot last year. I think they won like eight of their last ten. So, listen, and here's the thing, Bain. If you're going to get hot, that's cool. That's fine. You're running out of time to get hot. You're running out of time to get hot, my friend. You're running out of time to get hot. Let's keep it rolling with the questions. I'm not even going to entertain any more of the, the fans or the blame BS. I'm just not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Um, Bain says, Monty Lee curse. Start strong. Finish ass. It happened to Clemson last year. Kelly says, Chris, the time you mentioned way back, they were the best team in college baseball is exactly when they started their fall. You know, Kelly, I would take the blame, but I was one of like everyone that said Carolina was arguably or was the best team in college baseball. So as much as I'd love to totally just pin the blame on myself, Kelly, I can't do it because, again, I was far from the only one. Um, Let's see. Blaming the crowds. I, I just, oh my God. I, I just can't do it. John Ever says, like, change needs to be made at head coach. Frauds. I mean, God. Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I get it. I get it, man. It's, it's, this is not fun to process. This is not fun to, this is not fun to, yeah, this is not fun to, to deal with, but here we are. Here we are. Um, let's see. Let's get into the Big Cock Club Discord, by the way, as we close out close out this show here on this Sunday night, a.k.a. Monday, if you're tuned to the podcast version. Um, let's see. My guy Ryan says, you need to start hashtag fire Mark Kingston. 100% it was an anomaly. LSU pitched their worst guys after the rain delay. Brendan M. asked me and said, the season is over. Bro, Ryan says the season is over. If only it could end Tuesday around noon. Rebecca said, let's talk about football. Brittany M saying, thank you, Chris, the voice of reason. You're welcome. You're welcome. And guys, I'll say this. I'll say this in closing. In closing. Everyone's frustrated everyone's upset and I, and I'll say this I don't mean to single out Joseph in the chat because Joseph I, I you know I, I'm sure you were not coming from a place of you know you are trying to demonize the Gamecock fan base so but I will say this I wouldn't come down too harshly on anyone because guys we're all upset I mean, we're all frustrated. However you're choosing to voice that frustration, to vent that frustration, right? Hey, some people go at it in the YouTube comments. Some people go at it in the Discord. Some people call their buddy. Some people go write things on Twitter. Some people throw hate at me on social media, which is totally fine. But I have empathy for us all. 
because we are all going through this as Gamecock fans. We are all witnessing this. And everyone, everyone who wears the garnet and black and everyone who loves this program has every right to be upset, every right to be disgruntled, and every right to feel that way until things change on the field. Because the only thing that will fix anything at this point is winning ball games, is getting back to playing good baseball and winning ball games. Can South Carolina begin to do that again this week? We shall see. Guys, appreciate you all tuning in. Thank you all so much to those who tuned in on YouTube, uh, to the live show side of things. I truly appreciate it. Again, those tuned in right now via podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts. Thank you all so much to continue love supporting you guys tuning into the podcast each and every single day. As I mentioned, we have got a packed week of content with the podcast, the Daily Crow, all that good stuff, of course. They are all one and the same. Now, i got to get out of the habit of saying podcast, Daily Crow. It's all one in the same. And thank you all so much for the love and support of the Rowdy Rooster Rundown side of things. I know this is a new thing, and we're still kind of getting acclimated to it, adjusted to it. But uh, And while games are going on, we will not do this during the summer because there won't be really much to break down or talk about or recap or dissect from the weekend. But uh, while games are in play, we will be doing this, and I really appreciate you all giving some extra flair with the live show aspect side of things and leaving questions and engaging. It's always really cool to see, and I appreciate each and every single one of you guys. Thank you all so much. Appreciate you all tuning in. Have a great rest of your Sunday night, and we will talk to you all tomorrow. Tomorrow.